good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Zoe, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. This portion of the show is brought to you by MN350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. I was hoping you'd do uh, Howling for Wolves. I was ready to howl. Hey, uh, hey, uh, welcome. It's International Women's Day, and we have a a woman's show today, Zoe. And we're going to pop up our first guest here, and hopefully she's ready. But uh, we're really, really excited to have this young lady on. And uh, are you there, young lady? Uh, Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, Oh, yeah, we can hear you. Just can't see you, that's all. I'm all confused. Uh, you can put your camera on or if you can, or if you can't, that's fine too. But uh, please introduce yourselves to our our wide listening audience. And this is just like um, really great to have you on, Sarah. Uh, it's International Women's Day, and we're really excited to have you on. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, and I'm really excited about your campaign. And we always talk locally because that's one of the things we can do is control local politics and our politicians. So welcome. Yep. Can you, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. I was trying to get the camera to work. Um, yeah. So, uh, my name is Sarah Jost and I'm running for St. Paul city council here in ward three, uh, in St. Paul. And so that includes the, uh, McAllister Groveland area, um, and the, um, Highland area and West seventh. Um, and I have grown up in Ward 3. I live nearby the Groveland Park area. And you know, I'm running because I think that we have a really great opportunity here uh, in the city of St. Paul to have someone that can help us accomplish our dreams. Um, and you know, we have, to me, that means making sure we're building uh, communities, uh, so building uh, relationships between the folks all over our ward and all over our city. Um, and also it means that we're connecting our communities to our government, you know, to make sure that we can provide systems that are going to work for everyone and be built to last. And that's something that I've done, you know, at the community level, I've been active my whole life here in Ward 3. Uh, I also have been, um, you know, active in building up our community professionally, which I do as a, as an engineer. Um, so I work as a civil engineer, which means building up our, you know, our buildings and bridges and roads and our uh, water systems, everything that we depend on day to day. And I think that, you know, we could use that expertise at the city level, since that's a lot of decisions that our city councilors make, uh, you know, what type of uh, things are we going to provide? How much money are we going to spend on them? That type of thing. Uh, but also I'm bringing, you know, along with that expertise in my professional background, the passion that I've had to to uh, serve my community, you know, community that I've grown up in that's given me so much. So I'm really excited about that opportunity. And we're working really hard on our campaign to, to bring everyone uh, together um, so that we can make sure everyone's included as we're, as we're, uh, as we're building up our, our voices together in order to accomplish these goals. That's awesome. And uh, I just got to let everybody know, of course, we're all over uh, civic media in Wisconsin and here in Minnesota and the Twin Cities, that you're a BIPOC person. And it's really important for me to bring that up uh, for this show, but also just because of uh, we went to the same high school, but I I went to uh, St. Paul Central, um, well, 40 years ago or somewhere around there, a million years ago. And you're uh, a newly somewhat new uh, graduate and it's good to see uh, great people coming out of our high school and um, what are, what are the main things that you think you can bring uh, with with to the table because we have a, a pretty progressive area here 
And but also sometimes that also means status quo happens. And I know me walking into the city council uh, chambers and looking at uh, white people giving Native Americans food and blankets and things like that makes me uncomfortable and makes me feel like I really don't belong here. So what, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I am a, I am a person of color. Uh, I, uh, um, I was adapted from, from India. Uh, and I'm used to, I'm used to feeling something, a lot of those feelings, you know, being one of the only people in the room, a lot of the times I mentioned, I'm an engineer, um, you know, uh, on this international women's day, you know, only like 15% of, uh, of civil engineers are women. Uh, yet they have such a huge impact on our, on our built environment. Uh, those are the things that we designed and built. Um, and so I think, you know, in terms of, of what we can do uh, to advance, you know, progressive politics, or when I think about pro- progressive politics, I, the big thing I think about is, is inclusivity, making sure we're elevating voices that haven't been heard in the past. Uh, because if we're working on, uh, you know, solutions and we want to make sure they're going to work for everyone, we need to have all those folks at the table. Um, and so that's one of the big things I think about is inclusivity and also just educating each other to think outside of the, you know, the area in which you live, you know, particularly in the Ward 3 area, it's a very privileged, privileged area. Uh, but we need to expand folks thinking to everyone in St. Paul, you know, the policies our city council comes up with impact the entire city. And that's really what being progressive means to me is that we're thinking about everyone. Uh, we're doing we're trying to do our best to listen and educate ourselves um, about folks that don't look like us or have different identities. And, and we're going to, you know, make sure that everyone is being included and that um, we're looking at all of the stakeholders, everyone in our city, when coming up with our policies. How can uh, people find out more about you? Yeah, so they can find out uh, more about me on our website at sarajost.com. So S-A-U-R-A-J-O-S-T.com. We have our website there. There's uh, information about me. Uh, We have uh, for our campaign, we have the DFL Precinct Caucuses coming up on uh, March 19th. So if you live in Ward 3, it's a great opportunity to have your voice heard. Uh, we also have ways to donate to our campaign. You know, we can't continue to build our community-centered campaign without uh, continuing to raise funds to do that work. There are ways to donate as well, uh, and there's ways to get connected with us. We're on all social, all the social media. Um, our email is also up there, and our and our phone number too. Well, I know uh, I want to keep you a little bit here longer, and we're going to have commercials, and then I'm going to keep you just a little bit longer. And I know. Uh, you're campaigning, making phone calls, and I live in your ward, and I'm really excited uh, for you and to support you um, as much as I can. And Wendy felt bad tonight because she was in another meeting and she wanted to be on with you. I just wanted to let you know that, that you have support here on uh, Jefferson Avenue here. Um, I, what uh, what made you want to run? I mean, this this is a big step. Uh, you know, but it's a necessary step. And it's one of those things where people, you know, wonder why people, why somebody didn't do something and then they realize they were somebody, you know, what was, what was your big uh, push into this? Yeah, I think, you know, it's something I'd always been interested in serving, uh, serving my community. I got a lot of that from Central High School. I was involved with the Young Democrats and we, Uh, That's when I first learned like how to organize with young people and speak up. And so it's been something that's always been interesting to me. Uh, I think what really motivated me to run, uh, especially in Ward 3, I decided, our family decided that we were going to, we're going to raise our family here. We're going to be here for a while. Um, And we wanted, you know, I wanted uh, our family and our kids to have uh, a great experience growing up, you know, like I did, Uh, but recognizing that we, you know, we're underrepresented in our community and, um, but I still wanted us to be able to have, you know, all the great opportunities I had as a kid and thinking about that for all of the kids in St. Paul um, is, you know, pro- what we can provide for them so that they can reach their full potential as well. That's the really big thing that, 
that's uh, been motivating me. And also knowing that we, you know, we've never had an engineer on city council that I'm aware of, at least that I can remember. And, you know, that's what the city council does is, or sorry, a city does is, is provide a lot of those basic city services to us, like clean water and, uh, you know, making sure our roads are taken care of. And, right. you know, we should have someone with that professional background to help the city do the best job they can to deliver those services to, to our Perfect. people. Let's uh, take a quick break and then we'll come back and then we'll let you go because we know you're very busy. I really appreciate it. We're here with Sarah Jost and we'll be right back. This is Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. Ho! Unwanted sexting or photos, inappropriate jokes, even tickling or wrestling can feel like a violation. Catcalling, cornering, or groping, getting them drunk or high for sex, recording sexual acts without permission, hurting someone because of their sexual orientation, Ripping a family member, a child, a date, a friend, a stranger. Purchasing a human being for sex. You make the choice every single time. Sexual violence is many things. Make a choice. Do not do it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. No one should have to choose between a paycheck and their health. Whether it's for a new baby, an unexpected illness, or an aging parent, Minnesotans deserve time to care for themselves and their families. That's why Minnesota Democrats are fighting for all working people to have paid family and medical leave. Learn more about how Democrats are standing up for working families and small businesses at PaidLeaveMN.org. That's PaidLeaveMN.org. Paid for by Minnesota AFL-CIO. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This segment of the show is brought to you by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, thanks, Zoe. I hope I didn't wake you up there. Oh, <laughs> good one. Hey, we're here with Sarah Jost, and she's a candidate for the St. Paul City Council Ward 3. And I know you got to get on the phone, and it's good to see you right now. Um, we and uh, But we're really excited to have you, and um, we're excited. And what, what kind of uh, feeling do you have getting a lot of positive feedback? Uh, I think... It's important that you've been here uh, your whole life, and uh, are the person that you're going to uh, take over, he also was a central candidate, also went to St. Paul Central, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Councilmember Tolbert went to Central, I think, a few years. He graduated a few years before me. Mayor Carter went to Central a few years yeah. before that. Uh, central, the central community spreads far and wide, as I'm sure you know. Um, we're all over St. Paul, um, and it's a great community to be a proud of, part of. I'm really proud to be a, a central graduate. Yeah, me too. Really, me too. There's a lot of, a lot of people. It's uh, you know, Charles Schultz went to Central. Dave Winfield. Uh, yep. Uh, you know, uh, people like uh, Stacy Robinson, who has two Super Bowl rings, and. Uh, it's just weird too. This whole area where Highland, Creton, and Central, there's yeah. like if you follow baseball at all, there's four Hall of Famers, four <laughs> Hall of Famers there. So um, I follow it a lot. And uh, but so it's great to have you on. We only got a few more minutes because I know you got to get on that phone again. Um, 
tell that's that's here your stump speech you know uh let's let people know your passion because i have heard you speak and it's uh it really made me feel good it really made me uh the creator uh i could feel my ancestors my hair raised <laughs> it really it was it was good so uh let it let us have it yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say you asked before about the about how the campaign is going, and I'll start my stump speech off with that. You know, the campaign is going really well. I've lived here my whole life, but I'm still learning so much about our community by talking to our neighbors. You know, we've reached out to several neighbors ahead of caucuses, uh, hearing about issues that are important to them, and it's really driving us and bringing us together uh, in order to come up with solutions to our shared problems. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm, you know, my name is Sarah Jost and I'm a mom. Uh, I'm an engineer and I'm a community leader here in Ward 3. Um, and I've been uh, involved in our community pretty much my entire life. And uh, that's what's really driving me uh, to, serve the, to serve the people in St. Paul. You know, I mentioned that uh, some of the big things that are important to me are making sure that we can build up our city together. A lot of that, you know, based on our infrastructure as an engineer, but that we have a leader that's someone that's going to help us do that. Someone that's going to bring us together, someone that's going to listen to everyone, uh, someone that is going to, you know, come up with inclusive ways to solve problems, and then someone that's actually going to get these things done. And those are things that I've done personally in my life, you know, as I've been involved with our community on the McAllister Groveland Community Council. Uh, they're things that I've done professionally. I've worked on projects all across the state of Minnesota um, around, you know, engineering and infrastructure. Um, and it's something, you know, that I also do um, I teach at the University of Minnesota, and so I'm learning and constantly learning and teaching young people. Um, and that really motivates me as well uh, to run. And so, uh, you know, I I mentioned I've you know been doing doing these things my whole life here uh, in Ward Three, um, and I'm ready to do them as the next city council member uh, serving the people of St. Paul. Wow. Yeah, I got the hair raising on my arm again. That's awesome. <laughs> I really appreciate that. And I just, uh, before I let you go, I want to ask Zoe. Zoe is a McAllister College uh, graduate. She no longer lives in St. Paul, but she did live in St. Paul for quite a few years. Zoe, do you have any question or comment? Um. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Sarah. Um, it's really great to hear about your work. And it's really cool you're a teacher, too, or educator as well. I think that's really important. Um, to have that represented in city council. I was just thinking about, you know, some of the some of the conversations and decisions that the Minneapolis City Council has recently made that have been very hard um, when it comes to, you know, the indigenous community with like the demolition of the roof depot station. And um, I guess where I was going with that was just thinking about, you know, where are social justice issues um, you know, prioritized in, in your work and like, what does that mean to you? I read a little bit about you too and saw that um, you're very passionate about reproductive justice work. Um, could you speak a little bit to that? To the reproductive justice work or to more environmental justice? Yeah, environmental justice, whatever social justice issues you feel like are most important, especially in the Ward 3 community. Yeah, I think a few things that I think about, um, the reproductive justice comes from, you know, High, uh, Highland used to have plan a Planned Parenthood that was there when I was growing up. And so we would often uh, counter protest uh, the protesters there trying to block people from getting reproductive uh, care. Um, I think, you know, my speaking to uh, environmental justice, uh, my parents were both environmental scientists. That's why, partially why I'm a civil engineer. Um, and so it's really just part of my part of my DNA in a way, thinking about thinking about our environment, you know, our, uh, our house, for example, doesn't have any grass. We've never had grass, We've never mowed a lawn. Uh, we have native plants. Uh, I've been recycling since I was, since I was a kid, I'll carry something with me if it's not recyclable until I find somewhere to drop it off. That's very important to me. And I think, uh, when I think about the, you know, the issues that are going on, uh, in East Phillips, for example, I was actually talking with some McAllister students about this earlier today at our meet and greet. Um, it seems like something that continues to happen is that uh, uh, folks are dis disproportionately impacted by by pollution. Um, and, you know, we need to make sure that uh, 
our cities are doing what we can to prevent those things from happening and bringing more awareness to those issues. Uh, because especially as a civil engineer, I'm aware, I'm still learning, but I'm aware of the fact that there's lower air quality in different parts of St. Paul that have less trees, uh, that have more pavements. There, that impacts you know, people's health. Um, and there's parks that are further away for some families to be able to take their kids to. Uh, that's some those you know those types of issues are things I'm very passionate about. Um, other social justice issues, uh, kind of my my top three things. There's a lot of equity in infrastructure, which I just you know mentioned. Uh, housing is really important to me that we can provide safe and stable housing for everyone, no matter if you are uh, a renter or a homeowner or you're looking to move to St. Paul. Uh, we have 40% renters in Ward 3, which is more than I thought it was. We have 50% renters in St. Paul, but 40% in Ward 3, that's a lot. And so we need to make sure that um, that we are continuing to provide uh, more housing for people in St. Paul, just all across the board. We need more affordable housing, truly affordable housing. Uh, and the city, uh, I would like the city to you know work to provide more uh, more funding for those those types of programs. Um, and I mentioned infrastructure is important to me as well. And then the other like kind of big uh, social justice issue I think about is how we can provide more equitable, equitable education for our kids. Uh, I am I am a mom and we have some very large, you know, racial disparities when it comes to, to educational performance in the city of St. Paul. Um, comparatively to other cities, it's it's not very good. Um, and so we need to make sure that that we are doing what we can to to close those those gaps. Um, I'll mention, um, you know, Robert, I don't know what, what, uh, you know, how many uh, teachers you had that looked like you when you were in high school, I had maybe one. And that definitely, you know, played a big impact in terms of, uh, of how I kind of felt about coming to school every day by the people that, that were, that were teaching me. And so that's one thing that, that I think would be really great is if we could encourage uh, more diversity into, into our teachers and staff. Yeah, perfect. Lots, yeah. lots of things. That was a long answer. <laughs> no, that was a great answer. And uh, it's funny that we all pretended we were Italian or something because until the the religious act came out in my junior year in 1978, and then all the Indians came out of nowhere. And it's like, what? You're Indian too? Uh, meaning Native American, not to be confused with India. <laughs> but that's a whole nother story. But, you know, uh, we're going to end this right now. And that was a great, great question, Zoe. Um, and you know, I'm excited to support you and I'm excited to have you on again and um, make it a regular thing because uh, social social justice is our middle name here on Native Ritz Radio. So again, thank you so much, Sarah Jost, uh, running for St. Paul City Council here. And I think it's always important to have our local people on, even though we're a national show, because this is where things get done and you can reach out to your neighbor who's running for office and give them an earful no or or ask yeah. them what's going on <laughs> peeny gigi thank you so much for being on thank you so much for having me it was really great to to be here i appreciate you uh, inviting me into the space and i look forward to hopefully coming on again right on you will definitely zoe zoe books the guests so you'll be on <laughs> <laughs> great right, hey. thank you so yeah. much Right on. Hey, up next, Angie Vig of Vig Guitars here on Snelling Avenue. It's another woman, an international woman's day here at Native Ritz Radio. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. No one should have to choose between a paycheck and their health. Whether it's for a new baby, an unexpected illness, or an aging parent, Minnesotans deserve time to care for themselves and their families. That's why Minnesota Democrats are fighting for all working people to have paid family and medical leave. Learn more about how Democrats are standing up for working families and small businesses at PaidLeaveMN.org. That's PaidLeaveMN.org. Paid for by Minnesota AFL-CIO. 
Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. This is Santita Jackson, Minneapolis, St. Paul. I couldn't be more excited about starting our days together, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 a.m. Central, on the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks. Call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067 or ArrayInsurance.com. Array Insurance, working hard for you. Hey, it's Patrick. Improve your air quality and health because Zero Res is the only choice for a true clean that lasts longer. One in five Americans suffer from poor air quality in their home and or their office. HVAC systems carry harmful particulates and promote asthma, hay fever, and allergy symptoms. A clean HVAC system promotes a healthier indoor environment which contributes to productivity, comfort, and a sense of health and well-being. Zero Res uses the most technologically advanced duct cleaning process available. The best part? We can install an air purification and filtration system on the same day. Instead of letting these pollutants linger, get your air duct Zero Resified. This month, get three rooms Zero Resified from the Twin Cities' number one carpet cleaner starting at just $129 and take $75 off your air duct cleaning. Call Zero Res right now, 9520-RES, or go to ZeroResMinnesota.com and ask for the AM950 special. Zero Res. The appliance specialists at Warner Stellion are stacking savings you can't get anywhere else, including $50 to $500 back on each appliance and a bonus for each additional appliance. Our prices are unbeatable and our trusted free delivery is legendary. Shop now at warnerstellion.com. Winter is here, and there's a good chance your home isn't being heated efficiently. And it's likely because of air sealing and insulation problems. Inadequate attic insulation is the leading contributor to high energy bills, cold rooms, and ice dams. Great news, the energy-efficient pros at Snap Construction can fix it all. Stop the heat from leaking out and save. Call 612-333-SNAP or visit snapconstruction.com for your free infrared energy inspection. Install with Snap Construction and qualify for over $750 in rebates and incentives. State and city programs are now offering 0% financing for qualifying insulation upgrades. So call Snap Construction for your free insulation energy consultation and start saving on your energy bills. Call 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP. Or visit snapconstruction.com. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed insulation and exterior contractor in the metro area. Visit snapconstruction.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for some light snow tonight with a low around 30. Thursday, about 2 to 6 inches of snow with a high near 35. And Friday, cloudy with a high near 34. Satisfy your sweet tooth at Latungi's Palate. They have gourmet desserts including the best peach cobbler in the world which will satisfy any craving. Latungi's offers vegan and gluten-free options plus sandwiches and coffee drinks. Visit Latungi's Palate for more info or stop by their Minneapolis location at 1400 Park Avenue South. This is Winona LaDuke of Honor the Earth and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. I'm awake. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is brought to you by the Native American Community Clinic, honoring health and tradition. Hey, good read there. Hey, we honor them too. Hey, we got Angie Vig of uh, Vig Guitars, and uh, we. Uh, I don't know. We we you're like uh, listener of the year and guest of the year. Next thing we're gonna get is like uh, advertiser of the year. Ho! Oh, uh, hey, welcome, uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome on uh, the International Women's Day special here of Native Roots Radio. And thank you for coming on. And uh, always great energy, energy. How you doing? Ah, boujou, Robert, boujouzo. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for having me on for National Equay Day. Uh, that 
She was great too. I'm really glad that she's running for um, seat on city council. All these yeah. women are just really leading and and having seats at the table, and it's just really great to see and um, and to witness our rise. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let's talk a little bit uh, about uh, your store here and then also what you've been doing because we talked a little bit and you've been doing so much for the community. Let's, let's talk about those guitars hanging from the ceiling there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, these are, are, last time I had the electrics behind me, but this time I have the acoustics on my big head. And, um, you know, we have electrics, acoustics. Uh, our shop is on 595 Snelling Avenue North um, in St. Paul on Thomas and Snelling. And we've been here for eight and a half years. And um, we're the biggest repair shop in town. And then we sell stuff too. Um, and my husband hand winds guitar pickups, like I told you before. Yeah. Um, that differentiates every player's sound through their electric guitar bases. Uh, yeah, this is just this is my shop, and this is what I do, and uh, and really involved with the community. Friday night, we um, we performed with Jimmy and the Band of Souls to raise money for uh, for a fundraiser for the AIOIC in Minneapolis for their Dakota Institute programs, and um, and that was just so much fun, and it was great to network with people, um, the director of the AIOIC and the chair board his name is dr joe something term, but is yeah he was great yeah it was so great to meet everybody and to perform for them and and be a part of that we raised over two thousand dollars i guess so that was that was good yeah it's great and uh, we would great. like to, to um my husband and i really like to do uh fundraisers and um and pick programs and stuff like that so then you obviously play play guitar too then no i sing oh yeah i can't play i've been obsessed with guitars my whole life but i can't i can't play myself but i sing well, I, and and i am you know i'm the head honcho here honcho. Right there, oh, <laughs> there you go well you know i know one song for sure on the guitar and it's two chords and it's uh from america and it's uh, two chords. That's it. So it's uh, what been, been through the desert with the horse with no name. <laughs> that's great. So I like singing that. You guys come in and play that. Yeah, definitely. So what uh, you know, we we just had a, a guest on a young a young warrior, and in our lifetime, we've seen so many people uh, step forward, and so many women stepping forward. Angie, it's just a it's really an exciting time for me to be alive to see see this. Yeah, for me, I remember when, like, you know, when women couldn't even get phones in their name. <laughs> you know, I mean that that's in my lifetime. Yeah, and um, just the we finally just like, we get stuff done and, you know, and we can multitask <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just so great to, to see this. And I, I wish my grandmother was still alive and because she, today it's been 18 years she passed away. She would really be amazed and, you know, love all the women out there running for stuff. And, Definitely. So, and uh, it seems like, though, in my lifetime, sometimes we have to take two steps back to take three forward in, in the political realms. And and uh, we, we seem to be taking a couple steps forward again. And here in the state, we have the trifecta of the Democrats and uh, things are getting done like at uh, unbelievable speed down there. And I think it's because more women are involved. <laughs> right. You know, and um, I mean, look at Nancy. She's just, my goodness, she just hit the ground running. And, and she's just such a powerful representative of, for us and a, a great voice. And, um, you know, she's out there and not everybody can do that. And she's got quite the presence. 
I really enjoy seeing her on the show. Yeah, appreciate it. Yes, she. We always get so many good comments uh, about Nancy because she's the real deal, and uh, she does it in a good way too. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, we have State Senator Mary Kunish on Friday. We've had Heather Keeler on a bunch. You know, she'll be on again once the session slows down a little bit. And it's just, it, it, the I can't imagine the pressure, the added extra pa- pressure of being Indigenous Native and also being a woman in these places that aren't made for us or made for women and us natives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a what a time to be alive, huh? Yeah, what do you think, Zoe? Uh, you, yeah, I, I guess I was just gonna ask along the same lines of that, of, you know, how, how, how has that been for you, Angie? Or how's the business going? Um, being a you know native woman and a business owner um, is really incredible, and you know definitely, definitely another woman and another Quay in the community to look up to. Um, I just learned about your business today, and I'm really excited because my little sister and I both started learning guitar, so we'll definitely come check it out. Um, but yeah, just more on you know what your journey's been like as a business owner, and um, I'm curious too what what you did before you started the business. Sure. So prior to opening to just doing it, um, I worked for uh, Rainbow Foods grocery store for 18 years. And that's where I um, developed all my skills to be able to run any store. Um, I did everything, you know, it just didn't happen overnight. I, I, I acquired all these skills. And, um, you know, and then I went to the U of M and, and, uh, you know, a lot of people just think they can open a business and it's just, but then, then it takes a long time because they didn't acquire the skills that they needed, you know? Um, let's see. I think the biggest challenge for me here is when people call, they, they want to talk to a male and that really bothers me. (laughs) And it's, it's just like that. And I hear, you know, I used to hear, not anymore, but I used to hear a, um, a lot of women say every time they would go into a, a, st- a guitar store that um, they weren't, <clears throat> they were treated differently and almost treated like they didn't know what they were doing or they didn't know what they were looking for. Someone would have them a ukulele and that they wanted to find an electric guitar, you know, or a bass. And um, so there's a lot of presumptions when women would go into the stores. Um, A lot of women and um, really comfortable coming here and they light up when they see me because it's like, oh, yay, (laughs) a woman's here. Um, You know, it's just, I really like to make people feel comfortable. Um, We have a lot of customers and friends who, um, who, you know, are in the, um, in the LGB, we mix that up community and and they're you know they're very comfortable here and we just we talk and we you know sometimes we play music and and it's just a really good gathering place also you know we always have coffee on so come and get a cup of coffee and chit chat Let's wow, talk about music and life. And, that's great. Building yeah. community through business. Yeah. That's awesome. And great question, Zoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come back yeah, I was curious, um, you know, for our listeners, um, they can't see, you know, the store set up behind you. If you could explain a little bit about what you guys have or maybe the layout. Do you have like a little stage area for people or like how is the setup of your shop? Um, no, we have uh, up front here. We have um, <clears throat> we have a couch, and uh, and this is where we gather in the front window, and we um, you know we'll jam, and and but you know it's, it is just a personal thing when you come here, and um, you know you're not treated like just uh, any old customer person. You know we really want to talk to you and. And talk about your music and you know what you're playing right now and what would what you are looking for and we try and help people out with that 
So what famous uh, guitar player has come in there, or can you say? Because some people oh. want to be low, low pro. <laughs> uh, Joe Bonamassa has been here a few times. He usually comes in every time he comes into town. Um, he is an avid guitar collector. He must have about 10,000 guitars, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, Dave Perner of Soul Asylum has been here. Um, yeah, a lot of, I, I can't even think of who's all been here. Jay Mascus, he was here a couple months ago. He has his own uh, jazz master. Um, yeah, I, wow. Fender jazz master guitar. And um, yeah, um, Shannon Kerfman, local Shannon Kerfman. Uh, Corey Medina. Wow, we love uh, Corey. Oh my gosh, I just came home from up. In Cass Lake, he played a free show at the at their casino up there, and I went up to that. It was my birthday weekend, so so I went up to Leech Lake and then over to White Earth to see my mama. We we saw you at the fair at our store, Native Ritz Trading Post, and there's a stage behind there, and somebody was rocking. And then I went to see who it was, and it was Mr. Medina, and he played there for two days, and then he went up north uh, to Duluth and played at Winona LaDuke's concert. And I was just like, I love this guy. Isn't he great? He'll be at the Minnesota Music Cafe in St. Paul on Friday, the 24th. Wow, it's gonna be a great show. Yeah, that is. And he just um, he just got booked for the Gathering of Nations stage this year. What? Yeah. Wow, that's huge. Great? Well, Angie, give your address real quick here before we we leave. Five nine five Snelling Avenue North, and we're on Snelling and Thomas in St. Paul. Thank you so much for being on, and thank you for being a great listener too. And uh, keep up the good work, and happy International Women's Day. Oh, I forgot to do that last time. <laughs> right on. Well, we'll haul for you. Good to see you. We'll be right back after this short break. This is Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake. See you in a bit. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's, Let's live, live and, and let, let howl. howl. Boost your immunity and help protect your community. COVID-19 is still here, but it's not too late to get your booster. Staying up to date with vaccines can help build protection that has decreased since your last shot and provide better protection against newer variants. Boosters are an important part of protecting yourself from getting seriously ill from COVID-19. To learn more and schedule your appointment, visit ramseycounty.us slash COVID vaccine. ramseycounty.us slash COVID vaccine. The Senior Linkage Line is a free statewide service of the Minnesota Board on Aging in partnership with Trellis. I have volunteered with seniors nearly 15 years working alongside their compassionate team. I am honored to partner with Trellis as we help our elders find housing, compare costs of Medicare prescriptions, and learn how to avoid fraud and scams targeting seniors. We help our elders optimize well-being as they age, and we can help you too. Reach out today at trellisconnects.org. No one should have to choose between a paycheck and their health. Whether it's for a new baby, an unexpected illness, or an aging parent, Minnesotans deserve time to care for themselves and their families. That's why Minnesota Democrats are fighting for all working people to have paid family and medical leave. Learn more about how Democrats are standing up for working families and small businesses at PaidLeaveMN.org. That's PaidLeaveMN.org. Paid for by Minnesota AFL-CIO. I am Oshawashko Gijig. I'm from Red Lake Nation, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. This portion of the show is brought to you by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! I'm trying to find the, the darn... Uh, there he is. Oh. 
<laughs> awesome. That was a long one. Hey, yeah, definitely. Hey, great job, uh, Zoe, for uh, the interview and helping me out. Uh, great questions. Um, what a show, International Women's Day show, and, uh, you know, supporting businesses, uh, supporting our politicians. And, you know, you as a, as a former, I, I shouldn't even say this, former student, because we're always lifelong, life, life learners, you know, mm -hmm. but it, I, I think what's really fun about this show is that we have such a diverse amount of guests um, from all over and, um, and they're progressive and they're, they're giving and uh, we can't help but support them, Zoe. Right. Right. No, and it's great to be able to uplift and support, you know, Native-owned businesses, kind of like we were talking about yesterday with the Trading Post. Um, I'm really excited to be able to go and, and visit Angie's store sometime, um, especially knowing it's one of the only guitar spots in St. Paul. And, you know, it's like if I have a problem with my guitar, I was probably going to go to Guitar Center, but I'd way rather support you know, a native woman. So that's, it's really cool. I, I wanted to ask her before she left and, you know, maybe next time she comes on, I want to hear of any upcoming shows she has. Cause you know, right. she's part of a band too, which is awesome. Yeah. She's, she's a singer and uh, that was great running into her. And we talked at the fair when we had native roots trading post out there. And she said that, you know, Hey, blah, blah, blah. So come support, you know, and I went, I know where that guitar place is. I drive by that all the time if I'm heading to the fair or that way to Goodwill out there. You can't go there, Zoe. There's a good Goodwill out there that way. But um, <laughs> I won't tell Already you. Already knew about that one. <laughs> the secret's <I> <laughs> out. <laughs> but uh, so to amplify, you never know. And it's like Robert Lilligren when we're talking about when uh, in 1978 when the, the Religious Act passed that, you know, his school put on a little dinner for all the Native Americans. And it's just like, wow, I didn't know you were Native American, you know, it all kind of came out of hiding. And I, I feel that way, too, um, with the American Indian movement back in the 60s and early 70s, where uh, they were a little more radical, but they were in your face and proud to be Native American. Right. And I just, I mean, it's really good to hear um about what a big impact that legislation had because i mean i wasn't alive in 1978 so um i can only imagine what it was like to not be able to practice our you know our traditions freely and, and it's still still a fight today but i think you know a fight that's also sometimes taken for granted and and so it's important to uplift that story too because it has a it's a very recent development in, you know, Native American history that um, we're legally allowed to practice who we are, you know? Well, you, you graduated within the last 10 years. What was, were you able to wear an eagle feather in your cap when you graduated? You know, I, I, I could have, and a part of me really wanted to bead my whole, you know, graduation cap, but I just was simply way too burnt out. And um, I did wear one on my high school graduation, um, which was actually, I feel like a bigger deal because I went to a really small, you know, Northern Minnesota school and a bit more conservative, not as welcoming of native students versus McAllister. There's actually a drum group at my graduation, which was really beautiful. Um, definitely made me feel seen in that space and they did an honor song um and so that was really incredible but i didn't wear an eagle feather on my graduation cap because you know we all throw it up in the air and it's like you know right. you can't let your eagle feather touch the ground um yeah. but definitely you know was representing with my big earrings and you know <laughs> it's good to see the the drum group was incredible so i just can't talk about that enough that's a really big deal for a place like McAllister to have something like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's changed a lot even since I was in high school. I mean, my sister just graduated high school last year and I just graduated from McAllister last year. And just looking at obviously her high school experience was very different than mine with COVID. But um, prior to her doing online school, just you know, the thing she experienced in school was it was it was really hard for her, you know, and I think that's something in our family that we've had to talk about a lot is having, you know, a white mother and a native father 
and Sadie and I look really different than each other and we're treated very differently um, in, you know, especially in education um, systems. So the same high school I went to had a decent, okay time, you know, semi-popular, did all the extracurriculars. She was not treated with the same amount of respect um, as I was just because she looks slightly darker than me, um, which is crazy because, you know, we have the same mother, but um, that just goes to say there's a lot, there's a lot of work that still needs to be done for our youth, of course. But um, I think my sister and I and my family, we, we have really been able to see like the differences that a lot of movements like AIM and, you know, now we have MMIW, um, awareness, um, just those have had a huge impact on, you know, the short life I've lived so far. Um, so yeah, just yeah. shout out to all of our women and, and, yeah. um, you know, indigenous people across Turtle Island for doing such incredible and important work every day. Well, well said. And I guess what I was leading towards too is, uh, I know just last year, St. Paul public schools here in Minnesota, uh, were able to smudge in the classroom. And I, I, I don't know, Zoe, if you know much about me, but I was a teacher and I had an all-native homeroom and we smudged all the time. And, but the comments that came out were really racist. Uh, you know, we had the automotive guy come out and say, I smell pot and, and you know, things that, you know, juvenile things like that that... Uh, that didn't sit right, but it just, you know, everyone kind of shook their head. And we had, I had students come in d during the day that needed to smudge off because mm -hmm. of whatever, whether it was a family issue or it was a friend issue or it was a teacher issue. And that, that's important. And not only that's important for us, but it, it should be important for everybody to get that time out to, uh, to clear the air, so to speak with the smudging or whatever. Yeah, quite literally. Oh, yeah. No, I wasn't able to smudge in school. Um, and I wasn't able to smudge the whole time I was at McAllister. Well, not the whole time, but the time the first two years I was living on campus, I couldn't use my medicines because um, that was actually an initiative we were starting to work on as the Indigenous Student Org at McAllister, um, trying to make a space for students to go smudge because being in oppressive, you know, systems education systems all day is really stressful um, for everyone um, and especially for you know native students who don't have a lot of representation in those systems um, so that's really incredible and I m reminded me of when my sister was in high school and you know she was very lucky to have um, elder Mike Swan um, he's up in White Earth um, he was a teacher for a while there and he was incredible. He made a huge difference for the students there because they felt like they had a safe space to go to and, you know, almost like an honorary native grandpa to be there, you know? So yeah. it's really important. Yeah. And I have a lot of relationships with almost all my native students the last 10 years still. So that's good. Hey, Zoe, thanks for everything. You did a great job interviewing while I was, uh, sitting here with my mouth open trying to come up with a question you did great hey if you're listening to the show you're part of the resistance we're still here we are the seventh generation free leonard peltier now and we'll see you tomorrow this has been native roots radio presents i'm awake Thank God.